Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. We're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, January 24, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Let's have this as a lead-in. We're looking for a top. Now, where does that come from? It doesn't just come at the end of the day. It came about 10 o'clock this morning or even before when I explained to members the reason why, and this is in the live room during the live session, why I'm looking for a top. This is one of those cycle slash tinfoil hat slash trading up into one of these events type situations. And today, the 24th of January, happens to be the precise day. Doesn't mean the market has to turn on the day. Could happen yesterday, could happen tomorrow. It's just the day happens to be today. And I'll give you a couple of snippets here and there. So when you take this low here from October 27th of 2023, that was the recent low, and you take today, today's candle, and you count these candles, what do you get? And I'll give you the short answer. You can count them on your own. You get 60. 60 is a natural cycle. We're not going to get in and teach cycles here today. 60 is a natural cycle. Take it at face value. Throw on your tinfoil hat. And you have a full moon tomorrow, Thursday. Okay, in the close enough camp. So the market certainly did trade up into something. That doesn't guarantee a turn. They traded up into something. It's information. This is part of the discussion we had in the live trading room today. It's information worth knowing about. Are they at an important price? Well, they're at new highs. It's very difficult. What is the next important price? Is it? 500? Is it 490? Is it something else? It's very difficult at new highs. We're looking for a high. It doesn't have to be a multi-year high. It doesn't have to be a multi-month high. It doesn't even have to be a multi-week high. A high, several days, something of a high nature-ish type of situation. Everything starts somewhere and it morphs from there. We're not anointing this the high. We're just saying, we're looking for a high. We're looking for a turn. It's a natural progression of events. It's a natural time for a turn. Today, they had a gap in crap. Is that something? Is that something to hang our hat on? It's something. It's a small puzzle piece, but it's nothing to hang your hat on. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend. She is, however, extended from where? Home base. That's another something. Eventually, the market's going to have to pull back, eat some time off the clock, reset the tape, recock the gun. We talk about it every night when we're in this scenario at new highs. That has to happen whether it starts today, tomorrow, three days ago, or four days from now. It has to happen. What we're trying to do is put together evidence of things that point to a specific time frame around now. Maybe it's tomorrow, maybe it's Friday, maybe it's today, around now. I'm what they say in the trading parlance, building the case. What about the weekly chart? 
If anybody's taken the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader, you might notice that the weekly chart is in an on-time type of situation. Are they a little bit too far from home base? Maybe. Can they still go farther from home base? Yes. But the farther they go from home base, the more likely they are to be closer to a turn than not. By the way, put the whole thing in perspective right now. Can the market come back to retest? A former breakout area, for example, right here, okay, we could call this general area, a former breakout area, come back to run a test of the 20 period moving average, fast forward a few days, this thing is around where the line is, meaning the moving average of the red sloping trend line, this is the general area of the last breakout, and when you put it in perspective, it still keeps the market in an uptrend and still shaves off over 100 S&P handles in the process. That's a bona fide pullback. Just have to put it in perspective. Realize where they are on the tape. What about inside the numbers? Anybody make money today? It wasn't that easy when you get these big gap ups early in the day as we did. It takes a lot of the day trading, scalp trading, volatility opportunity away from the day trading people. We'll focus in on a couple of things. 486.95 was the next number I had on the board. It's a mathematical formula. We think better in pictures right of the vertical is today's activity. The blue line is 486.95. And you can see when you zero in on how the market treated that number when it got there. And you can see that that was somewhat important. You could see when price is above its support. When price is below its resistance, just a mathematical formula, nothing more, nothing less. There was no point of reference, but nonetheless, you could see the market did respect that number multiple times throughout the trading day. We had some stuff on the downside, didn't really need that this morning. The end of the day, the market melted down in the gap and crap situation, but that didn't happen till late in the day when they came back down to 485 give or take. And that was cited here at nine o'clock in the morning, 485.22, 484.85. And again, we think better in pictures, but you can see what happened when the market did reach that zone. They came in between. It's a tweener. The technical term is a midpoint. There is something to the midpoint. It is taught in the course, lazy e-mini trader. And the market did bounce away from that, but the end of the day was a near and you're running out of time on the clock. So there was no trade official at the end of the day. I'm just pointing out that, oh yeah, the numbers work. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. It's all in here. No change above the pivot, which was 486.95 today. The next place was 489 to 490. Was willing to short that this morning but they didn't get there. They came up short of the short opportunity. High of day, in fact, happens to be 488.77. 489 was a number of interest early in the morning, not to be. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. Very slow day. It is what it is. What follows slow volatility is a pickup in volatility where the trading will get much better for day traders and scalp traders alike. Right now, we're in a lull that will change. It always does. Everything goes back and forth. Everything has a beginning and an end. When the low volatility ends, a period of higher volatility will begin. 
What about stocks on the move, you ask? We had a little bit of a laundry list on the board. We had two that came into their entry objectives, Kimberly Clark and D.D. DuPont. The others did not. They're off the board. We trade them at our numbers, not somebody else's. Big tech coming next week. We did have Netflix today. We'll take a look at that chart too. We'll take a look at Netflix first. I gave these numbers on the board for the live room members this morning. It was not a trade from a stock on the move perspective. It's a melt-up situation. The spread was wide between the lower and the upper number, a little over 10 bucks. But you could see that was the zone. They hit the zone. They spiked the zone. They came back to the bottom of the zone. That's garden variety, the way this thing works. In the heat of the moment, it's not that easy to short Netflix as it's rising upward. We did have some participants in the live room, nonetheless, near the highs. About KMB, Kimberly Clark, stocks on the move. 119.43, 118.34, about a buck spread, a zone, support zone, comes into the zone, spikes the second number, rips it back in the other direction a few bucks, gives you the deal, and then some. The numbers work. DuPont, here's the situation. Open below the first number, so what happens? This doesn't exist. It's off the board. Didn't give you an opportunity to buy it. Open below, activates the second number. What happened at the second number? They hit it, spiked it by a few pennies, ripped it back up in the other direction, did the deal, and then some stand-up double. Remember, base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. Here's something interesting. What's going on over in Camp IWM? How about a failure situation? How about a reversal candle? What's not accompanying the reversal candle is a very high volume, heavy participation, institutional participation type of day. Nonetheless, we have a reversal candle. We take it at face value. The market opened up, gapped up, and crapped out, finishing near the lows. It is my favorite market-leading indicator, the IWM slash small cap index Russell 2000 is. Of note, puzzle piece on the table. We're looking for a top. We're looking for a turn. Weekly chart. They don't have to collapse all the way back down. A turn could constitute double-checking, the most recent breakup candle low spiked the 200 period moving average down at 186, 185, all the way down there. That would constitute a turn. Could be more, could be less. Just want to put it in perspective. My second favorite market leading indicator is, in fact, the folks down at the transportation department. Down almost 1% today, 137 points. My favorite, canary in the coal mine. So when you look objectively at the thing, right? Spiders were up 50 cents, a tenth of a percent wasn't down. It was positive on the day. Okay, fair enough. SPX, cash index up about four points. Small caps, risk asset, down on the day, eight tenths of a percent, buck 60. Transports, leading indicator, economic indicator, favorite canary in the coal mine, down about eight tenths of a percent, 137 points. My two favorite market-leading indicators in the red against an S&P that was above the flat line. Puzzle piece on the table, looking for a turn. Q's up today, over two bucks, about half a percent. But 
finished near the lows. Interesting information. A little bit extended from home base, maybe so. Can they pull back toward the most recent breakout area, still completely being an uptrend and above all the moving averages? Absolutely don't discount that at all. We're looking for a turn. What about the financials? You got a little tail working. The market is trying to tell us something. Either it's a big time fake out operation with reversal candles, tail candles, extended away from home base, all that stuff. Either it's a big fat fake out operation or at face value, the market's trying to say, hey, look over here. I'm trying to show you something. We're looking for a turn. Tail candle XLF finish near the lows. Puzzle piece on the table. Smash mouth, semi-space, more new highs. Didn't finish at the highs. Put in some kind of a tail candle. Not sure about that. At new highs, extended away from home base. It's in an uptrend. The trend is your friend, but we're still looking for a turn. They're extended a little bit from home base. Eventually, they're going to come back to double check in at home base. They don't have to get all the way there, but they come back in the neighborhood of home base. They got to check in. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.